Hey guys, I am Morgan Larson and this is Totally Unorganized. In my quest to get it together in this one wild and awesome life, I realized I should talk with really rad people in my own life who I think have it together. I'm always chatting with somebody over a crazy shenanigan of mine, so I figured why not have people join me each week as I chit chat with my friends who inspire me with all of their togetherness. So I'm totally unorganized. The sky is the limit. So let's rage, people. That was hard. You're really <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> God dang it, Trace. It's hard being me. Okay. <laughs> it's a one-woman show. Well, you know, with the with two guests, I didn't. I've never factored that in. So Enzo's joining us today. No yeah. big deal. He's really remixing it for and me. And if you don't know who Enzo is, he is also called Dragon, and he's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's featured on Game of Thrones. No big deal. Okay, he's not. Anyways, let's get to the point. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> this week, my guest is Bright. I got to start over. Redo. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? This week, my guest is a bright light. <laughs> I had to nail that for you just to do it really good. I like good, it. You know? She is a hardworking gal that is well-known in the industry as a tour dancer for Pink, Katy Perry, Kylie Minogue. Did I say that right? Yep. <sighs> Nailed it. Max and Val and Rihanna. It's Tracy Shibata in the His House. <laughs> <laughs> and if she's not on stage, you know, she's busy being an associate director of another tour or choreographing backstage for a live show. <laughs> We've done that a lot We've of times. We've done that a lot. <laughs> or being a dance captain in some faraway land, or <laughs> producing a show with a rad girl boss headset. Don't we love that? I love it. We literally love a good this headset. This feels like my element. I mean, that's why today you get to wear another headset. I mean, it's just like your dreams are coming true. <laughs> I'm here for it. Currently, she is performing on Pink's Beautiful Trauma Tour, which marks her third tour with Pink. That's literally insane. Yeah. Case. Well, two big ones and one little baby stick. I mean, yeah. okay, moving forward, but that is just next level. <laughs> she is magic on and off stage. And if you ever get a chance to see her perform like I have, it's probably in a stadium with an audience of over 20,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of 20,000, Trace. <laughs> you were a shining star, though. And I was, like, really <laughs> nailing it hard for you while you were rocking your blue bangs. Okay, so we have... <laughs> Worked together on Target commercials, Golden Globes, Dancing with the Stars, and other commercial jobs where we spend the majority of our time <laughs> on the sidelines giggling about life <laughs> and chatting about making our dreams a reality. We bond over being misfits in our friend groups because we prioritize work over everything else. And sometimes that girl boss mentality gets us into a little trouble, but it really makes a good story. So yeah. that's why we're here today. <laughs> We have this drive that just wants to make things happen and get it together, no matter what. And I also love that Tracy is very sleek, strong, athleisure model. No big <laughs> deal. Her aesthetic <laughs> is something that I've gravitated to since day one, and she's kind of my girl crush. So I'm really excited that we found some time to do this amidst your like world-traveling crazy schedule. And I'm just like glowing that you're in the hot seat. Are you excited, I'm Trace? I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. Thanks, Morg. That's the best intro ever. What? I'm going to need you to write my bio. Oh, that's why <laughs> I had to do a take two, because I wanted to get it right. You, you know what it. I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so how's it going in L.A. today? You've been in L.A. for what, like a week now? Like a week. I've been home for about a week, and I feel wild. I feel crazy. I, I've been traveling for about two and a half years straight, so I don't know how to 
be home just yet. be yeah like or do my own laundry or grocery shop or cook i i'm figuring it out i'm getting it together okay i'm getting it together like you really are getting it together yeah. for real i know we say this a lot but like you really thrive in all wherever you are you know whether it's i don't even know where were, where were you like one week ago what country the bahamas of course you were of course I, I, <laughs> of course okay <laughs> it's like i was gonna say something extravagant and that just beat it so i was like okay perfect bahamas was it for pink's like final show like tell us what that what was, was for about. a little bit of a celebration after tour okay but yeah it for work my last stop was toronto before that, New York, before that, Amsterdam, before that, Sweden, oh Switzerland. Like, we've just been going nonstop. So I feel upside down, inside out. But I also, like you said, we choose work first, and I love it. Yeah. I love being somewhere different all the time. I know. So. You really thrive in that area. <laughs> and, if, like, I, I love following your Instagram, too, because it's literally the you use the location and every single square <laughs> on your page is just another city, another country, or just, like, another just fascinating quote that you, like, went down memory lane in your pool of photos yeah. <laughs> and wanted to share with us. And it's, like, so rad. I, I love Thank that you. so much. Thank Do you. you have, like, a favorite city? I, that's such a hard question. Like, where you performed in or or just that was, like, really dear to your heart? A city that I recently went to that sort of blew my mind was Stockholm. Ooh, okay, yeah. Um, I didn't realize, because the last time I was there, it was the dead of winter, so everything was frozen. It was too cold to walk outside because your nose hairs would freeze and fall out. That's a good reference. It was really, <laughs> it was sexy. It was a good look. <laughs> but this time, it was summer. So we got in a boat and kind of went through all the, like the archipelago, there's like 300 different islands. Um, there was a floating sauna and jet skis and just, just feeling like the nature of the north of Europe was, it was stunning. And I, it caught me off guard because again, last time I was there, it was freezing. I had zero respect for it. And all you want to do is just stay in your hotel room. Like exactly. look at the snow globe that's outside. <laughs> exactly. So this time we raged. This time it was so much fun. Um, so that is my most recent fave, uh, but I don't know. My heart is like near and dear in um, like Southern Asia. I did Bali this year. I knew I you were going to say Bali. I was hoping you were going to say we that. We did Fiji. Like we've just kind of been cruising through the world. David and I counted the other day. We've been to about 60 countries. Which is crazy. That's I wish crazy. they could see my mouth just like <laughs> completely open when you said that because I've only been to two, literally two. And like, it's, I love that. Yeah. Okay. And if you don't know, David's your fiance. Yep. And what does he do on Pink's tour? Uh, we met on Pink's tour okay. six years ago. So and that's why it's extra dear to your heart too because it's like a world encompassing. Totally. Situation. Like, I get to combine all my favorite things. Um, but David is our physical therapist on tour. Love so, that. yeah, you know, I was going for job longevity, really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you really nailed that. I really, I just wanted to look for a partner who could make me thrive. Yeah. Okay, so how, I feel like, because I know this about you, you, like, are very present. Like, every day is like, okay, we got to rage, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's your vocabulary, but I just put that in. <laughs> I inserted that in. But, like, have you always been that way? Because, like, 
a lot of times if you do a tour, like you usually just do the performance and then you kind of like go on the bus and you're like, okay, let's get to the next city. But you, you get on the bus, you wake up, you get coffee, you explore, you take like a bunch of photos in, and even if you've been in the city for like nine hours, yeah. <laughs> you know, how did you come to be like that? Because I love that about you. Well, I didn't know I could be a dancer. Like that actually wasn't sort of my plan of action when I went to college. I thought I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. Ugh, so left field. But after I discovered you can make dance a career and discovered that I could use it as a vessel to experience things I never knew was possible, I felt like the universe brought me that. So I had to abuse it and use it and jump on it. Like I, I couldn't take advantage of the fact that I was being brought to these places and not see them. Like it didn't make sense to me. I felt like there was a whole nother reason I was doing what I love to do. And I think it was for that growth and for that change. And so that kind of is what inspired it. Like the art of not knowing was the best part of it all. I didn't know I could dance and then I didn't know I could dance on tours for like literally the pop princesses of the universe. And then I didn't know they would take me to these places. So I was like, well, I, I don't know what's out there. I got to keep, I got to keep exploring. And that's sort of how it unfolded. So I, it, it is something I've totally taken on. Even when I'm home, I'm like, sure, I'm down for whatever. Cause I don't know what it's going to bring me. And I, I want to love every day always and I know that's not always possible but it kind of means I gotta try yeah so and like you are one of the lucky few that have gotten to like go on multiple tours with the same artist because a lot of times they cycle through a lot of people and it's like you don't even know like that was the best year of your life and yeah. then like you don't know what's gonna happen next so I just like love that you like really seize the moment <laughs> in Thank every you. city that you do. And I just like, I really love that about you. So Thank you. really good job. <laughs> um, I also want to point out today, not switching gears, but this is another thing that we can talk about that's like really rad. So I gave you about 12 hours notice to show up to this interview today. <laughs> and that's like so our style. And this is why we click, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. Because... <laughs> planning a couple hours in advance is like where we can nail it yeah like if you say it we'll be there but if there's a little bit more than that like two days a week like anything more than I would say 10 12 hours like the anxiety in us <laughs> gets like really like just <laughs> skyrocketed and it's just like if I were to ask you to come to this interview like next week that's just way too far in advance in our world like yeah. in our industry and it's, like, so hard to commit, you know? Not that we're I, – I don't want to, like, say that we're non-committable because I feel like we're loyal. Yeah. But I think this is, like, an interesting topic that we could kind of address because, like, you just never know in L.A. until you know. And so we're always just, like, life on the edge. <laughs> I think <laughs> I we don't flow. Know. I think yes. that's who we are. We're, we're flowers. Yes. And so, yes, we tried to do coffee last week, but it was too many days ahead. It, w it, it was didn't too work. Hard. Yeah. Was, I was like, can you do coffee in an hour? Then you then could have it done works. It. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, but yeah. So, how do you find like, just can we can you talk a little bit about like your work life balance? Because, like I mentioned before, we really prioritize work over everything. Yeah. And like sometimes it's hard to be our friends because like that that if you aren't in the industry, you know. But like, can you kind of talk about that? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's kind of a tricky topic, but I do think it's interesting. Totally. That 
finding the work-life balance has been my biggest obstacle, for lack of a better word, throughout my entire career. Because we never know when the next thing's coming, right? So I always feel like saying yes to work becomes the priority. Um, so over time, being the girl who maybe was only reliable and like in the sense that she was inconsistent. Um, you I, nailed it. I, I, I needed to, I, I re- recognized that I wanted to shift in important people's lives like in a different way. I, I recognized I needed to start saying yes and choosing them first. So I just make sure I set that time aside. Um, I think when I was first starting my career, I didn't have a lot of confidence that another job would come. Um, and I feel so grateful for the experiences that I've had, and they've given me a little bit more confidence. So now I, I recognize, you know, if I say no to this one, it doesn't mean another one isn't going to come. It'll hopefully <laughs> come. It, it's hopefully going to come back around. And, and I hopefully, you know, in choosing my friends or my family, that relationship and kind of maintaining that love and showing them by showing up will, you know, kind of hug me in a different way. Um, so again, it was just just making a, an effort to choose them, and also realizing I'm worthy of work, and love myself for that, and understand like you will get it. I think wrapping my head around the fact that it's always gonna come. Yeah, that yeah. it that one takes time. That one I takes would say. a second. And we've kind of bonded over, like, discussing, okay, what do I say no to? What do I say yes to? Okay, moving forward, now I can say no to that and then go to the bachelorette party. Or, like, now, and we're always calling each other. And I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) Bachelorette parties are, like, my arch nemesis. And I get, like, I have... I literally almost have heart attacks over committing to, but I love my friends yes. and I have such different groups of friends, yes. but I like get it. it you know, this, yes, like, it's I know terrifying. This. I almost, I mean, I rescheduled my own bachelorette party once <laughs> and then the, another project came up and I was like, my sister's literally going to kill me if I reschedule. So I had, I had to do that. I had, had to, to say, say no, no for my own bachelorette party, which is ridiculous. But but then I had the best weekend of my life connecting with friends. I literally I've been gone for two years. I haven't seen them, so it it ended up being exactly how it was supposed to be, and I wouldn't change it for the world. And you know, and another job will come. Yeah. So because we okay, so let's just go down memory lane just for a second, just yeah. for like all the folks, like the <laughs> the couple of people that are listening to this. Let's go for five. <laughs> Let's go for five. Okay, those five. Guess what? We, so this is, when was this? We did the Target commercial together. Yeah. That was like a highlight in our life because yeah. we both weren't engaged yet. Mm-mm. We were talking about just weddings and how just like all of our friends like love weddings and how we're the only two that just like <laughs> freak out about weddings. And we were like, we're never going to get engaged. Like, and if we have a wedding day, we're not even going to show up. <laughs> we're going to choose work. We were going to choose work. And then within that same year, you got engaged. And I was like, how dare you? A couple months later, I got engaged. I was like, and you were like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and like look at us like okay so we kind of put like 
our foot in our face or whatever the phrase is. I don't yeah. know what that is. But it was it was just like so funny how like within a year our whole dynamic shifted. And then when it happened to us, <laughs> we were like, oh God, like how are we gonna handle this? <laughs> and it was crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, I I was engaged for a year and a half before I started planning the wedding like okay that's that gives me hope because I've crazy. now I've been engaged a year and a half so yeah. I have a little hope yeah <laughs> now I have to get I on mean, in the next few months but people get really aggressive about the fact that you haven't started planning yes so I, I mean I don't know if you've experienced that but I I did like people were really upset that I hadn't started planning the wedding and not my fiance he was he knows me he loves me for me yes and he knows like, I mean he's my person he's forever so whatever marriage or not but Everybody else yeah. was really, you know, taken aback by the fact that I hadn't and, started. <laughs> and we've just had, like, so many just, like, phone calls and chit-chats of just being like, okay, Betty from Kansas is, like, on us. And, like, what the heck? Like, what are we supposed to do? What's wrong? Like, then it kind of shifts into, like, what's wrong with us? Yeah. Because we were so, like, girl boss mode, like, we're going to do this. And then... And then you're like, oh, God, is that wrong? Like, oh, my God. Then it's just the doubts kind of creep in. But now you have a wedding date. And I'm like, at first I was really mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Again, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you do this? I'm, like, so excited and excited. And I'm going. Oh, good, because you have an RSVP. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shiza. Um, Okay, well, you'll hear from me 12 hours before. (laughs) Perfect. It's fine. I'll save you a seat. Just save you a seat. You know this. Okay, but but like I have never like my one of my favorite movies is Runaway Bride. Yeah. Not because she like runs away from like every groom. This is I'm setting this up really <laughs> bad for Josh. <laughs> but I just like love how Julia Roberts like she knows Richard Gere, like, for instance, Josh in, in my life, <laughs> like, I know he's the one, but she, like, wants to get all of her ducks in a row, like, yeah. before they get married, and I've, like, never related to that more until I got engaged, and I feel like you really relate to that, too. Yeah. So, can you, like, talk to us about, like, how how did you do this wedding planning shenanigan? Because, like, teach me your ways. <laughs> Well, again, we only set the wedding date because of peer pressure. My little sister also got engaged. Oh, dear. And I love her so much. But she, at last Christmas, said, I need to know when you're getting married so I can plan my wedding. And I was like, okay. And she was like, but seriously, like now. I I wish you could see (laughs) Tracy's like crazy eyes right now, like glaring at me. I'm like, okay, I I feel your sister. (laughs) And it was so intense but then it was a it was a realization okay it's been a year and a half I need to sort this out but our biggest obstacle and maybe it was an excuse for me was that David and I were on tour once I get Enzo you better stop growling (laughs) (laughs) dog mom life and carry on (laughs) so I, I think I was hiding behind the fact that David and I were on tour um because I was just using it as an excuse. Well, we don't know when tour is over. We don't have an end date. How can I plan a wedding when we don't have an end date? Um, but then we kind of got an end date. And so I needed to just bite the bullet. Um, and because it had been so long, I felt like I, I all of a sudden felt like this anxiety that I needed to do it fast. So girl boss mode like kicked in and I said, get it together and just do it. And so we saw a couple venues and one of them stuck with us so we just booked the venue and then went on tour 
I remember when you called me, you were like, I have a date. You're like, I have a venue on a date and now I have to, now I have to do it. Yeah. Like I have to. Now I have to. And I think that was the biggest impetus was just like being super scared of my little sister and booking the venue and be like, well, I've already paid for that. So I have to get it together. I have to do it. Do you um, think that you're going to say no to a job if, if something comes up I think date? at this point, at this point, I've spent so much money okay. that, yes, <laughs> I feel like I would be losing. <laughs> okay, okay. If it's a loss, like, okay, yeah, It's sure. a loss. It's but a also, loss. side note, side note, you really love David, so. Yes, <laughs> and that's the thing, and that's what's so wild in my head that I can't really, I can't explain it, is I've been resistant to planning the wedding, not because I'm res- resistant to committing to David. Like, I love him so much he I already feel like he's my husband he's my person he's my life like that is not what's in question here it's just the whole day and committing to being at one place at one time for sure (laughs) for sure that is the narrative right (laughs) there like and I don't know I just don't know if this is relatable or like with other people or if it's just us like I can't tell because a lot of my friends from Wisconsin or even like the friends that I have from LA, they, they're, they aren't necessarily in the industry Mm -hmm. and they do not like have this like anxiety over weddings. They were so excited to do it. And I long for that feeling. Like I really do. And I think like kind of what you're saying, like once, once you have the date, it like settles you a little bit and you're like, okay, this is happening. Yeah. Now we go into like our producer mode that we always like nail, you know? Yeah. And then it's like more fun and exciting. I mean, it does get more fun, but that anxiety for me has, is still here. Oh dear. Like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. And I, I don't, I think it's cause I think it's the industry and I, I love it. I thrive off of what we do. And so I always want to be a part of it. And I feel like if I'm not a part of one thing, I have this incredible FOMO. I feel like I'm, you know, I've lost some of my self-worth. I go through all these like weird things that I think I've been trained to feel on accident through, you know, rejection or not getting the job you you thought was meant for you or um, being out of town and missing that thing that all your favorite people were on where everyone shines so bright. So I, I think I've trained myself on accident to feel like if I miss that, I'm less of a performer or less of a great dancer or maybe I won't get the next thing. Um, and like we talked about finding work-life balance earlier, like I've really been trying to hone that in and, and maybe this wedding thing and showing up on the actual day will be like that final stamp. I'm going to take, take the most epic photo of you showing up and then I'll scrapbook it and then be like, see, this can happen. It can happen. This can happen. Yeah. And I think for other people, yeah, I think other people who don't experience that instability in their work, then they, they don't understand that that has to sort of become a priority because everything else in like their work becomes the stable thing and everything else gets to be the thing in flux. Yeah. Whereas like our whole life is unstable. Yeah. And if you miss, like if you say no to like one weekend rinky dinky job at, I don't even know, Catalina, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> then that, 
that choreographer wants to work with you on a Target commercial the next week and used all those people that you took to the birthday bash at Catalina. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they they're so grateful for, like, that small little job, and then it catapults into a bigger job. And then it's like you don't really know, like, how showing up is so important and yeah. vital in L.A. Like, it's it's vital to everybody everywhere else, obviously, too. But, um, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, that domino effect sort of is something that keeps you always saying yes and makes you scared to say yes to your life. I know. Wow, Tracy, That's that crazy. was like a gut, like, <laughs> That was <laughs> profound. <laughs> what happened these past, this past year? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, but, yeah. But, yeah. So but I, I'm, like, really proud of you. Like, you. I know at first I was like, how dare you? But <laughs> also, like, how effing dare you? Like, this is amazing, like, good job, you Thank know, like, you. you're nailing it, and it's, like, it's also, I feel like it, in the entertainment industry, people don't really get engaged a lot, <laughs> so it's unique and awesome, and, like, you're following through, and I just, like, really love that. Can Thank you, you. kind of, like, talk about, like, how, like, how you and David met and, like, were drawn to each other and, like, maybe a little something of, like, how you, like, brought him into fruition in your life. Like, do you know the story that I'm trying to think of? <laughs> because it's so pretty and it's so good. David was working on tour. I was working on tour and we were totally separate. We traveled in separate parties. And I, like, at the time, I was younger and so I never got injured. So I really didn't interact with him at all. Um, and my friend Raina, before every show, would have us do this, like, card ritual where we would pick these angel cards and ask it questions. And I didn't, I wasn't really into it. I was like, this is kind of kooky, but, you know, I'm all for ritual. I'll show up for that. So I'm, you know, I'm going to do it. And so I would pick these cards, and I was kind of in a weird place in my current relationship, and I thought, you know, I just need to ask the cards about what's going on in my life. I asked the cards, and it, it popped up with this card that said, write a letter to your uh, guardian angels asking for your soulmate. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I put the card back. And then the next show, I pulled the same card. There is no repeat card in this deck, and I shuffle it, and I can't see them. I pulled the same card. I was like, this is really wild. So I took a picture of the card, like, oh, God. To I, double confirm. Yeah, like. I got it twice. <laughs> Still didn't write the letter. Third show day, I picked the card again. And I said, oh, my word, like, maybe this guardian angel thing is real. <laughs> like, now you have to now believe it. Now I have it. to do it. Yeah. You know, it keeps You have to do the up. task. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally scrolled through my phone and saw the picture. Looked, at, I was losing my mind. I pulled the same card three times in a row. I don't know what the stats are on that, but it's, Yeah. One in bagillion. A bagillion. Bagillion. <laughs> it's a new number. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, went to a cafe and wrote a letter to myself, uh, or actually to my guardian angels, asking them to show me my soul soulmate. It was 13 pages long. I didn't. You just kept writing. I just kept writing. It was like just flowing out my hand. I had no idea I had all these thoughts and all these desires. I had no idea I didn't currently have them. It was just sort of a journaling process and therapy. And it was so many different things all at once when I read back that I realized I I just needed to find new. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I changed my life. 
he ended up getting put on our bus and we were connecting, we hung out. All but that kind of happened. But he was also like he answered he like would, all of the things you said he in your letter. Is, yeah, he <gasps> is my like letter. Like when you told me that. Yeah. Oh my god, the goose. Like I will never forget that story. It's so unique and yeah. powerful. And I like, invented him. You literally serendipity <laughs> dies him, if that's a word. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he just ended up coming into my life at the most perfect time when I was looking for that kind of partner. And and really what I asked for was that, like a partner who's like so down to flow with Your all craziness. the things that are going to come along, you know? And and as we've been traveling the world together, we've had stints where we toured together, but we've also had stints where we toured apart. And in a whole year, I saw him maybe three months total. So we've learned how to kind of navigate every scenario. And and I knew in that moment, like, this is the one, because that's what you really need. You need someone who could just navigate every scenario with you and be by your side. And because it's always going to be different, right? Yeah. Like when this dance thing shifts into something else, it's going to be something new. When his life shifts into something else, we're just going to always have to kind of reassess. And he's down for it. I'm down for it. And I knew like, oh, this is forever. This is it. Yeah. I think also when you travel with somebody, it's like an instant bond or it's like okay yeah, yeah. like this is like this is it it's it, so telling you know? but I remember um okay so two things to chime in the first thing was I I don't consider myself like an outdoorsy gal but m- the first time that Josh and I did a road trip we like drove across the country yeah. and we went to Wisconsin and Toronto like both where we were from to like visit our family and I was like oh how is this going to go, Trace? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, what did I sign up for? Like, and so we have this big sportsmobile. I'll, like, attach a photo of it because it's really freaking hilarious. But it's, like, this, like, RV, like, yeah. sporty van with, like, Enzo just, like, shining everywhere. And I'm trying to, like, look good and, like, have some good outfits. But it's just, like, whatever. That goes out the window. And, like, I, like, the first couple hours, everything just, like, I, like, knew he was my person. It yeah. finally, like, gave me this answer. I And I... Don't even think I told him this, but it was like, oh my God, like, you're my partner. Like, we can do life stuff. Like, I, we had never had the opportunity to do like power through travel or like just the other aspect of life besides, you know, like dating's really fun and like doing all your shenanigans. Him coming to the shows is fun that I'm doing, like, you know, but like the life, life part. And it just like taught me a lot about him and us like together. And it was just like crazy. And then the second part, to like tie into you and David is like, I love serendipity. I think that's why I love your story so much too. I like believe in it so much. Yeah. And like, same thing with Josh. Like I didn't, like when we first met, I didn't want to see him. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm like afraid of your energy or like, I don't know why I feel this way, but like, I don't know. And I kept seeing him like at Trader Joe's, like in the grocery store. I would see him in no. the aisle. I would be walking down Runyon, like I would hike a lot. So I guess I was kind of outdoorsy, <laughs> 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 like a <little> smidge of me. <laughs> I would be going down Runyon. He would be coming up, and I would see him. Like I saw him cross the street on Ventura Boulevard. Like I was driving in my car. He was going. Like I saw him multiple, multiple times, and I was like, "But you don't want to listen at yeah. first because you're like, it's kind of scary. Like when you're not ready to find yeah. someone. I was always just like afraid of love a little bit, like." Because I didn't know how it was going to affect my career. <laughs> and, I, and, like, and it's, like, such a bad thing to say. And 
and but I know you can relate on this because yeah. it's just it's like really scary when you meet someone like not too soon but just like you're not like the timing is there and but you don't know if you're ready or not yeah absolutely and like I'm like forever grateful for Josh like and for just everybody like the universe and everything like working in our favor because he just kept popping into my life yeah. I was like you get away like, like poking at you <laughs> but then I was like you come back like, <laughs> you get back here right now because I just really dig him and he's just like the calmest coolest cucumber and I feel like David is that to you yeah. as well like we're shenanigans they harness the shenanigan absolutely and like he makes me a better version of myself and so then I can be better at work and I can I can be better in all aspects of my life because he just kind of gives me the woosa like yeah it's the the calming vibe and so. for because we've been in relationship our relationships for quite a few years and it like it took all of those years for me to like really breathe into like yeah. the situation and for you I feel like too like every year when you talk about him your eyes like glimmer more and I'm like okay like we're on to something yeah. because this is like it just keeps like that's what it's supposed to be about it keeps getting better and you're like whoa yeah. so tonight I need to tell Josh that I really dig him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moral of the story <laughs> side note just in case he doesn't know okay well enough about that love stuff um every day I always put on, like, a superhero outfit, and uh -huh. I, like, love, like, getting into, like, you know, Sporty Spice garb. No big deal. So I want to talk about style because we yeah. really bond over this as well. And, like, we just have had a lot of conversations over the years about, like, just how important it is to, like, dress the part and, like, dress as you and, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we love PE Nation, and we're both wearing that right now. Oh, no big deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> Obsessed. No big deal. Obsessed. We love PE Nation. They're an Australian brand. Like, I have probably, I've, like, researched them so much to the nth degree. Have you been to Australia? Yes. And did you see them everywhere? I Tell me about they, it. They were everywhere, and I was so devastated because I was leaving Sydney, and the next morning was a sample warehouse stop, sale. Stop, stop. I almost switched my flight, but I, like, I couldn't. The tour booked it. It was really crazy, and I, I cried. I I felt it. I felt it all the way from LA. Trace I cried. David was like, "You need to get it together. This is not that big of a deal." I was like, it "You is. don't understand. He this doesn't is get it. Huge. He doesn't <laughs> understand. Josh doesn't get it either." But um, PE Nation is more of like like a luxurious, sporty yep. vibe, and they're they're on. Do you ever shop at Bandier? Yeah. Dot com. It's like a bunch of just really rad athletic garb, and there's always like if you just get on their email list. Like I'm all about like the coupon promo code oh, in I'm my life. Is like I'm on every email list for like Rag and Bone for PE Nation, yep. like anything that's like top tier, but like you want to be a part of. Yeah. You know? But um, like I. If we could have a brand, though, I feel like it's PE Nation. Oh, absolutely. They love jackets. Yeah. We love jackets, always. I will wear a jacket. We love layers. layers. Fall. Yeah. Fall. Just future <laughs> fall, but, like, also Sporty Spice in fall. Exactly. <laughs> like, fall with a sandal heel. Just, like, no big deal. <laughs> I'm yes. okay with it. Yes. But they have, like, the best, coolest. Okay, so we're also both wearing, like, their leggings. They're, like, kind of um, slippery. Yeah. <laughs> How do you describe the texture? I'm trying to, like... They I'm not selling PE Nation, but, like, I am because I, am we I believe so believe in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, they're different than Nike and Aloe Yoga. It's, like, slippery, but it holds everything but in. Matte? But it, 
is matte the you know what I'm saying like but like yours are matte right now but mine are shiny yeah yours are have like a little bit of a glow but they're like skin tight snake on you yes (laughs) (laughs) but they just have the coolest like mixture of colors but also like if you pair them with like we're both wearing heels right now because we always do that yeah we like are like how do I describe it? Like we're very serious rehearsal gear, but then also like party in the streets yeah. after. <laughs> we just kind of want to wear one thing and take it everywhere all day long. All day long. So that's yeah. why the jackets are so delish. Yeah. If you wear it with a crop top, but then you pair it with like a heel, you get to go to grocery store. You get exactly. to meet the love of your life. No big deal. <laughs> you get to thrive through Los Angeles, and then you just wind it up with like an Adidas, you know, like yeah. tennis shoe backing. I don't know. You rehearsal. go hiking on Runyon. I yeah. Mean, seriously, it's perfect. But yeah, I, I love it because I think it's the best brand that represents who I am. I haven't found – we athleisure wear is our work uniform, right? Yeah. And all we do is stare in the mirror all day while we're learning dance moves that are new and scary and you always just want to be your best. So for me, I feel like I want to look my best to help me be my best. And I feel like it reflects that the best. <laughs> I said the best a no, lot. No, because you don't understand it's the best. <laughs> I sort of like, you know, a little color pop, but to stay sort of neutral. Yeah. That's what PE Nation brings. I like when it kind of like holds me in. Glue, like sucks yeah. you in just a smidge. Yep. And the like all the seams <clears throat> are in the right places. Like it makes your legs look extra skinny and long. Yes. It makes, you know, it kind of gives you length through your torso with the jackets. I just, I love it. I love how... I feel in this. Yeah, like I don't even, I'm not huge into working out. I just kind of do it if I'm like, okay, I guess <laughs> I should do this, whatever. But I will work out because I want to put on this. Yeah. But then I also like want to go to the grocery store in it. And I want to do like all these different like elements of life. Yeah, it just kind of translates so through everything. What wh- What was your style like in high school? Like, oh has it my gosh, it was not good. <gasps> Tell me everything. <laughs> well, I, I can't imagine that because, like, you literally radiate just, like, <laughs> beauty. So it's, like, really hard for me to picture you, like, geeky nerdy. Or I don't know what your vibe was. Well, but, like, before I hit high school, I was geeky nerdy and didn't have a lot of friends and whatever. It was, you know, it was a long story. It was a long time ago. I hit high school and that weird, you know, cliche story with the quarterback of the football team liked me. I tried out for the cheerleading team. I got on that. And, like, we became a thing. And I made friends who were popular and it was just this whole new world for me. Um, and they had style. So my style was sort of like morphing into what they were because I wanted to, to be like my like new friends. Yeah. yeah. So two times a week we wear cheerleading uniforms because we had to on game day. Oh, love that. I had to do that too. <laughs> and then one time a week we had to wear like a heel. What? <laughs> and then there was like coordinating days of the week and stuff. But it was, yeah. So... I don't know. I don't think my style was my own. Okay. In that moment. Yes. It was just like trying to fit in because I hadn't before. Okay. Um, so it was discovery. I did like some overall dresses. Because like, on the dance team too, was it cheer? cheer it was dance? cheer. Um, yeah. Like I always loved the older girls were like a part of it too. Yeah. So then like they would give you little tips and totally. then you'd like learn from them and then you would just go back the next day and totally. like have that scrunchie that they told you to wear and you were like, oh, today's going to be the best yeah. day ever. <laughs> totally. Or one time I wore a black belt with brown shoes and <gasps> that was 
like that Iconic. was the biggest <laughs> lesson I ever learned. So uh, one of the older girls pulled me aside and he was like, you cannot do that. What? You need your belt and your shoes to match. Wow. And I was like, oh, I, I had no idea. But I kind of carried that with me for a while. I don't even know. Can do you mix and match now? I feel like yeah. You yeah. Actually, now I now you're kind of across I'm the fluid. board. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm fluid. I like I even I like mix metals. I like I like kind of mix everything as long as I feel good in it. Yeah. But I was like this fun fact, <laughs> <laughs> tiny little troll gremlin like in high school, and not a lot of like stuff fit me. Like yeah. especially my like, freshman sophomore year because yeah. I was like had a turtle shell backpack. Like my backpack was like <laughs> bigger than me. And I would always wear, because I was a gymnast, I would just wear my track suits. Yeah. Like, and I thought that was, like, so rad and cool. And, like, athleisure wear is now cool. It wasn't that rad <laughs> in high school. And I wish, like, now if I could go to high school, I would be oh. the, oh, oh, cream I'm of the crop. I'm so <laughs> jealous of high school kids now. And yeah. they look cool. They're they like look way cooler around. than us. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, I, ugh. they're <sighs> going to do much better in life. Yeah, they're going to thrive. Yeah. But we had to learn. We had to evolve, you yeah. know? Okay, so speaking of evolving, yeah. okay, uh -oh. I feel like this is a good topic, too, because, like, tour dancers have to change their vibe, their look, all, like, from tour to tour a lot yeah. of the times. And, like, for me, like, in, you know, like, in the TV, like, film stuff, like, I'm always just somehow in the 60s with, like, a full-on, like, bump it bob, like, always. And, like, a blue eyeshadow. And a blue eyeshadow. Like, I don't understand, like, nobody even knows I was in it, because, like, I don't even, I don't even look like myself, but I have a great time, yeah. and I, like, love it. But you, you have, like, transformed, like, every tour, and I, like, when I met you, you had your, like, shaggy bang, like, your side Rihanna bang with, like, yeah. blue streaks, right? Yeah. Or, like, I don't even remember. It was... But when you moved to LA, long brown hair. Yeah, like when I girl moved, next door. When I moved to LA, I look kind of like I do now. Okay, it's it's Good sort job. of <laughs> it's sort of been full circle. And I, I know I've seen you in every length of hair and yeah. every different color combo style. I know, it's like crazy. It's been really wild. But I yeah, in the commercial world, I think they hire you for you, right? So yeah. you you know you just come in, punching you through the world and say like, take me or. Don't leave me. Yeah. Love me. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> but I just, I just want to like, I'll smile. <laughs> I'll be here and smiling. So that's, that's what it is when you're home in LA. And I love, I love the energy of that. I love also feeling like I get to be me. Um, but I, again, cause touring is equally as rad and you get to see the world. I dove into that and I didn't realize your image on tour, it becomes just a reflection or an extension of the artist you're with. So my very first world tour was with Rihanna. Oh and I had this, me? like, luscious, long, half-Asian hair. I felt like I was feeling myself. We were about to go on tour, and Jamie King, amazing artistic director, pulled me aside and said, okay, we need to cut your hair said, excuse me? <laughs> like, you did all the rounds of auditions. You booked it. You started working. Yeah. And then he came up to you and said this. Well, and in auditions, you know, they mentioned there might be makeovers and stuff like that. But, you know, you're like, I'll do anything for this job kind of mode. And so also, you they're going to do everybody it. else. Exactly. They're not going to do it. me. I look good. <laughs> they hired me because I look like this. <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay, perfect. So they, um, yeah, they gave me a mohawk. <laughs> Stop. So I went from like mid Girl next door. chest 
length hair, girl next door, to a double-sided shaved head and a long bang. Like, it was crazy, the shift. I went through so many different emotions because that this was, like, the most exciting job I had had. And I was, like, so ready to jump off, like, in my career in that route. But at the same time, I didn't feel like me because I don't know. I didn't realize how much of my identity was wrapped up in my hair. Yeah. I was crying. There were talks to agents. There were, you know, it was a whole thing. And finally, I was like, you know what? You just need to suck it up and become this person. You know, you're on this project for about a year. So it's a chance to, like, discover who you are outside of who you thought you were. Like, now, like, dive in. And so that's what I did. And I, you know, I... I ended up loving it. I kept it longer than the tour. I had this like long bang mohawk for about three years. Um, also because my hair is Asian straight, it grows straight. So growing out a shaved head is so unattractive. <laughs> what did you, yeah, I don't even remember that transition. Yeah, it was so I always wild. saw you like poof, bedazzled your new look. Poof, bedazzled. I never yeah. saw the in between. The in between. It was, ugh. so I, I did Rihanna with a mohawk and then immediately uh, hopped onto Kylie Minogue's tour and I got to keep my mohawk because we just wore our hair slicked back and everyone was that look so it didn't really matter and then I came home and I was like I want to be home for a second I want to see what it is to be a commercial dancer again and I um, the first job I booked back was uh, X Factor as a principal dancer. I think we actually even yes. had a conversation yes. <laughs> at the audition. At the audition, I, know. I, knew you were I was say like that. standing in line, yeah, um, talking about Pam Chu, our mutual friend. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like our we knew each other, but it was like our formal yes. intro. Pam has been that person for me with a lot of like key people in my life yeah. too. She's oh, she's like drawn me. Long story short, but she is from Wisconsin, from my studio, and she would always come back, and she was, like, Gwen Stefani level to me. Like, she was always that person. So even when I, crazy enough, like, even when I would come visit to L.A. when I was in university, I would always stay with her. Yeah. And that's the first time I met Josh was at her house. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. So I met Josh through Pam. I met you through Pam. Yeah. I met so many different tiers, yeah. like, through Pam, and I we absolutely love her still. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed every, with her. Talk about every year she gets better. <laughs> like, she's, she's, she's getting younger She nails it. She too. also, yeah, <laughs> she gets younger, and then we somehow, like, are trying to meet, meet yeah, her. Yeah, we're level. like, come <laughs> on, come on. <laughs> we're going to get there someday. <laughs> I know, she's my but spirit animal. Anyways, okay, keep going. But yes, at the X Factor audition, we were talking about this, and, yeah. that, and we just instantly started chatting. Totally. Because I was like, Literally hey. while we were being judged. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, because um, I'm the type of person, like, I don't want to talk about dance during dance. Like, yeah. I can't stand that. I'm just like, oh, my God. So if there, and there's only a few other people that are like that. Because <laughs> dancers really love dance, you know? <laughs> and I, like, love that. But I also, like, yeah, I don't want to be nervous and, like, anxious and yeah. crazy so we have to talk about something funny like so that's how we bonded too and it was like oh my god totally so in that moment I had a mohawk and yes. but I was like but I want to do tv and I ended up booking that job and Brian was like okay we can start like growing this hair out he wasn't he didn't like push it or anything but I wanted to look more commercial I wanted camera shots so in that <laughs> moment I started growing out the sides and like having the hair department just like slick back the awkward bows of the clown side growth 
as I was going it and they were instructing me on how I should be like cutting. So in the whole season of X Factor while we're shooting it, thank God this hair grows fast. It, I was morphing. I like was like slicking. Then I went total pixie, cut the top to match the sides. Then I, that was an evolution. Tracy. Yeah. And then it was growing, growing, growing. And I got booked for pink. So, Which yeah. is where I saw your next phase oh, gosh. of Blue Bangs. Yes. So then they gave me their own, you know, creation, which was like a short bob kind of chin length and a solid bang across yeah, the like top. Yeah, like a blunt, blunt. How do we describe it? Like just like the raddest, blunt, thick yeah. bang. Yeah, like a <laughs> thick hair and it was just kind of like this frame around my face (laughs) but uh, okay so this is this is bringing me to my next point because I saw you perform at Staples Center yeah for pink what Mm -hmm. tour was it what was that was the truth about love yes yeah and I've always like I love like in high school love pink Avril Lavigne Gwen Stefani like it was yes I was glowing I was so far away like from (laughs) the stage but I swear that creative team knew what they were doing. Yeah. The only person I watched was Tracy with the blue bangs. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like a little bit of pink, even though yeah. she was twirling all around. You're you had black a black bob, yep. and then blue bangs. Yeah, and it was amazing. It yeah. was like cobalt fresh electric blue. Yeah, and they weren't mine. It I was the clipping. I glued right? them in okay. every show. Stop. And Did they then, ever fly off? No. <laughs> but it was glued every show. I was like, oh, my gosh. What if this rips out my actual hair? Like, this could be bad. So I would gently, like, comb it out with oil every night. And it was it was always a process. But that blue bang bob was my look for Pink's Truth About Love. Yeah. And then what was your look for Katy Perry? Katy Perry, we got wigged. And it the wigs changed every they were number. neon, like bright so, colors. So, yeah, we okay. had a bunch of things. So like then I you could grow a, your hair I, out? So it started to grow. Okay. Finally, I was like, oh, I can start to feel a little bit more like me. And it had to grow because I had to braid under to keep the wigs in. Because in, in Katie's show, we were, like, flinging our heads everywhere. And you, you got to pin those suckers down. you got to pin those. Yeah. you got to pin But those. I had, like, six wigs in Katie's show. So, again, lots of hair changes. Yeah. And I – so I went to that concert <laughs> by myself where it was – was it like Anaheim? Yeah. It was farther from LA. And yeah, I like, I told, I knew like a bunch of the dancers and I told you, I was like, okay, so I'm going to come. I am not going with anyone. Yeah. (laughs) I'm solo. I literally, it was the biggest, another huge, like 20,000 people. (laughs) But I just like, if I want to go to a show, like, and nobody's coming with me, I'm like, okay, well I'll drive to Anaheim. And there was a lot of a lot of young gals in kitty like ears yeah. and like headbands. I'm like, oh my god, where'd you get that? Yeah. So I was like amidst like all of this like just different people by myself like watching you guys like live so large like yeah. watching Kay- Katy Perry and it was so awesome. Yeah. I like stand by that like that was the best choice ever. Like going to <laughs> a huge concert like by yourself like was yeah. so rewarding because I just was like standing there in silence. Like, there was a dad that like asked me like, "Are you okay?" Like, and I was like mesmerized because it was just like it was a really fun show. There's yeah. like balloons. There's so much stuff coming there from the so ceiling. There was so much going like, on. Confetti, like just a bunch of amazing colors, and like all my friends dancing on stage, and I was just literally just watching in silence, <laughs> and it was just like so cool. I love. It. it was like awesome. Um, okay, so this this next kind of theme 
themed question is based on like I'm a recent dog mom lover okay because yeah. <laughs> when I because she has a dog too his name is LeBron is he a black lab he's a black he's lab and the, the love of my life literally the love of your life yeah really and I remember you talking about like your ev- your like evolution of becoming a dog mom like with LeBron and the same thing happened to me as well with Enzo yeah and I just was like at first like ew <laughs> Like, why do you talk about your dog so much? Like, I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. And, like, it totally, Enzo took over my heart. Like, yeah. nobody's business. And I, like, absolutely love him. He's, like, my dragon. Like, he really is the best. And I thought we could talk about that. Yeah. It's just such an interesting element to you as well. Yeah. Well, Le- I never had a dog before. I didn't grow up with one. We had white carpet instead. It was just not something I knew. I met David. He lived in Atlanta. And he was going to be moving to Los Angeles to live with me, but it, under one condition that he could bring LeBron. I was like, of course, he's like, gonna, I love LeBron. Uh, meanwhile, I've only spent like a couple holidays with him. I hardly knew him, but I, I was like, bring him. He's like, but you need a house. I was living in an apartment. I was like, oh my gosh, now I have to go buy a house for you. <laughs> <laughs> for this dog? For the dog. I hardly know. I've never had a dog. This is wild. I, fine, I love you so much. I went and bought a house. And within, like, a month, David moved out with LeBron, drove cross-country. And that week that he drove, we were doing um, a Disney special with Mandy. And we were dancing outside late at night. And I, like, caught the flu. I didn't know I did. I drove home. And by the time I got home, David had come from cross-country. But I had also started throwing up. And so I was so, so sick. David and his mom started running errands, putting the house together, and LeBron did not leave my side. He stayed with – we hardly knew each other. And he stayed on the bed with me. They know. He he knew, and he put his little head on my stomach, and he, like, would tap his paw on me just to make sure I was okay. He didn't go get water. He never left my side, and I was like, oh. It's I'm, over. I'm, it's I'm, over. I'm in. <laughs> I'm diving now. I never related to people talking about their dogs. Yeah. I was just like, okay, like, move on. Like, another another rad thing. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about, you know, until it happened to yeah. me. And, like, it's, it, yeah, like, Enzo, like, doesn't leave my side. Like, I'll be getting ready in the mornings or anything. And he just is, like, looking at me. Mainly his, I fell for his eyeliner, like, <laughs> around his eyes. And he just, like, looks at me. And I'm like, oh, my God. What have I become? I know. What is happening? I know. Because I always wear black. Yeah. And he sheds all over me. So I. (laughs) And he's white. uh, He's white. (laughs) So I, like, literally, Josh calls me Corella sometimes (laughs) because I'm, like, so upset. Like, I, because my outfits get, literally, I'm a Dalmatian by the time I'm, like, done hugging him. And I was, like, okay, not allowed. Like, no. And so I resisted it, like, so much. And now I, like, whatever. I just started wearing different colors. Like I started yeah. wearing white. I integrated it into my color palette. And now like we can cuddle all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like extreme flip flop. Like nobody believes it. They're like, I don't understand. Like yeah. how, what, you didn't what like happened. dogs. You didn't know dogs, but now you're obsessed with dogs. And I, I understand. I see you because I was willing to change everything for this dog. I still am. Like, we, we drove across country to take him to David's parents so that we didn't fly him while we were on tour and he could be cared for by people that loved him. We drove across country back. We had three days. We drove across the country in three That's days. Impressive. We didn't sleep. We were going 18-hour yeah. days on the road for LeBron. 
I mean, we like literally. I hate leaving him. I call him Shadow because he's black, <laughs> and Shadow he, and Dragon. And they are he besties. literally <laughs> is always by my side. He doesn't leave. He and he leans in, I and know. he gives me love. And I swear, he has my heart. And I go, yeah, I do more for him than I do for myself. Like I was telling you, we give him acupuncture, <laughs> and for a while it was three hundred dollars a week. And I was like, I'm gonna like compromise eating yeah. because I need to be able to give my dog acupuncture. We, I reined it in, and I'm a little bit more balanced now. But I, you know, he's such a light, and ah, oh, yeah. And we also life. like rearrange our schedules to like let our dogs out and yes. to like walk them and like do all this stuff, which I was like so against. I was like, I'm not changing my life for a dog. Like yeah. that's just a no. Yeah. And I absolutely did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I and like, I want to. Like I, I want to I'm change like my life. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. I'm like, and like you, like you started wearing white. I started buying charcoal gray and black. Literally, our bedspread. I had to change it to black because oh yeah, my bedspread's white. Yeah, because <laughs> I was literally like, he cannot be on the bed. And then he's. I was like, LeBron, come on the bed. Okay, we're getting a new bedspread. Yeah. Like I, I covered. He needs. He's an old man now, so he needed kind of like a footstool. I had a white, like or like an ivory like cushion at the foot of the bed. I recovered it to yep. be like a printed. You black mud cloth motif <laughs> because I was like, I need, I just need LeBron to be okay. I know. I know. So Ugh. yeah, I, I get it. I don't know what it is. They're just so intuitive and they love you for you no matter what. And I think like Enzo knows that it took me like a second to warm up to him. Yeah. So now he like, he, he just like looks at me differently. <laughs> like the more I invest in him and like he yeah. invests in me and I'm just like, oh gosh, dang it Enzo. Like. Oh, thank God you're here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. Oh my totally. <laughs> We've been on tour. We've been in and out of town forever. And we used to be able to be in separate rooms. Like, I would be in our gym and LeBron would be on the couch waiting for me to finish my workout. He will not let me leave his site now. Yeah. He's just constantly watching. Like, you are not leaving me yeah. again. Like, this don't is you do not it. <laughs> going down. We are soulmates and we are staying together. So, uh, yeah, oh my gosh. I love it. It's the it literally is the best thing. Well, David, I love I love David too. Mm -hmm. But side note, Josh. Side, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but LeBron's awesome. I know. He, he, they are. They're just they. We need to have a doggy date. I know. Uh, yeah. We have to do. We gotta hike together yeah. and like do the whole totally. shebang. Um, okay. So enough about dog life. Um, did you have a moment in LA where everything kind of like? This might be a challenging question, but yeah. I know you can do it. Um, where everything kind of started clicking or, like, you started to feel, like, the best you. Like, in some, I don't know, maybe it was just, like, a few years ago or maybe you're still trying to figure it out. But I feel like that's interesting because some people find that differently at different ages. Yeah. Like, where they really feel like, okay, yeah, now. Now, now I, I feel good. I feel yeah. secure. Um. I think it was more recently for me. I think after Katie, when I, um, so I'd been on the road now for years. Like I started kind of in 2010 and I wrapped up Katie in 2015. So I, about five years I was just traveling and um, I got home and started to find my foot like in Los Angeles had traveled the world, but also started branching out into different cookie jars. Like I started doing a little choreography and a little bit of producing and some associate work um, with some 
incredible creative teams. And I feel like I was like, wow, I actually have a lot to offer in a lot of different departments. And that started making me feel secure because it's hard as a dancer, you're waiting, you're waiting for someone to love you and you're waiting for someone to hire you and take you on and trust you. And there's not a lot of control in that. There's a lot of like chasing the dream, right? And that's not very secure feeling is the chase because you feel like you're like constantly behind the bus, like, wait for me. I, I don't want to be left behind and I swear I'll do good. When I got home from Katie, I felt like, okay, I've satisfied the satiation for like dance and I don't feel like I need to chase that as much. Can I explore these other things using dance and, and still be open to dance coming to me? And when I, when I did that, I was like, wow, I actually like, I'm worth something and I'm not really chasing it. It's, it's chasing me. So that, I think that was the moment that it just all started to fall into place. And don't get me wrong. I still feel crazy. Like I still have, I call them hamsters in my head. Like they're constantly like running on a wheel. I have three of them. So they're like working over time, but I, I know I'll be okay. Um, and it's just now it's deciding what it is I want to do um, because I love dance. I love performing. I want to do it for my entire life. I don't want to say I have to give it up. I love this producing world. I want to chase that. I want to explore it. I love artistic direction. I want to explore that. Um, at the end of the day, I just want to love what I do and not feel like I have to be put into one box or one category. Um, so that's, I think, where the hamsters are rather than feeling insecure. Now it's just like chasing love for something, you know. Yeah. It, does that work? I love that, Tracy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I absolutely love that. I I see that in you. And yeah. I, like, I also am the type of person that I just, like, love versatile people. Like, like one lane person is is really rad in their own way but I always connect with people that are like kind of in four or five lanes yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how are you doing this like oh my god and then somehow I'm like uh, in four or five of my own and yeah. then I like come back to you I'm like okay this just happened to me of course it happened to me like yeah. what's going on but um we gotta nail it yeah. you know and yeah it's like I love being a dancer, but I, like, love being on the opposite side of the camera and, like, producing content, yeah. and I'm, like, not, and you're like this, too, like, you don't wait, we're not good at waiting for things to happen, yeah. so it's, like, if I want to do a podcast, like, okay, setting up my living room, okay, like, whatever yeah. it is, like, I'm going to do it, I'm not going to wait for, like, somebody to just, like, help me make do it, it. I'll be, like, okay, this yeah. one-man show is going to make this moment happen, <laughs> like, whatever, and then in the meantime, like, probably Josh is, like, really scared. <laughs> But I'm just like, whatever, like, I have to do this. If I have an idea, I, like, want to see it through. Yeah. And I, like, love that about you. I really do. And and I, like, wish you the best in, like, whatever your next endeavor is. We always call each other. We're like, oh, my God, this just happened. Like, I'm like, of course. Of course. Like, of course. Yeah. And, yeah. You never know your right to the job until you're in the job, you know? And so, yeah, we just do a lot of different things in LA and we just have shenanigans yeah. left and right. And I just think that that's like really powerful. Yeah. Great. Well, we're curious fighters. I think we're like, we like to hustle and make it look fancy. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I want to just learn and never stop learning. I want to be on teams with people that inspire me and I'm there for whatever, like whatever you need, I will do it for you because you're a rad person 
and I think we can make cool stuff, even if we don't know what we're making in the moment. And and so I think we're both that way, where we're like, I, I, I don't even know, but I'm curious, and I want to figure it out, and we're going to still make it awesome, and we're going to find a way, and we're going to fight for it, and it'll look fierce by the end. I, I, I don't know. I guess that's my, the life motto for me, is just yeah. hustle, make it look fancy, and Love fight, that. fight, fight. Literally yeah. fight for your life. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Just fight for your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so our final question, yeah. which so far you've done really good, Trace. Thank you. Thank really you. Really good <laughs> <job>. <laughs> But our final <laughs> question is something that I've asked um, a lot of the guests, mm-hmm. and it can be, you know, like any type of answer that you want, but what is the best advice that you've ever been given? I think that speaks to a lot of people in a really different way. It could be something that came from your dad or it could just be something that came from Pink because you talk about how awesome and rad she is and she's spewing out advice (laughs) all the time. (laughs) And you're one of the lucky ones that gets to, like, be a part of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could write a novel about all her amazing advice. But I don't know. I think the thing that kick-started this whole thing was advice from my dad. Um, where he, I was graduating college. So I went to UCLA, I finished up at UCLA and I changed my major from molecular bio to psychology because I kind of needed to get through thriving, but not show up because I was working as a dancer also. So I graduated and I had an offer for a regular normal job and then I had the offer to kind of keep trying this. And it wasn't really an offer. It was like this open-ended, I have no idea what I'm jumping into. I have an agent, but that actually doesn't mean much. So, eh, go. And I was talking to my dad about it, and he was like, look, you have a whole life to be as many things as you want to be. But you can only do this one now. So do it now, and then decide who you even want to be but always decide to be happy. Oh my And God. I was like, I know, it's <laughs> going to make sorry. me cry. <laughs> really but I think that was the best advice. And I've, I've carried it with me forever because I do feel like I can be whatever I want to be at any moment. Yeah. And I think that's where all our cookie jars come from. You're like, okay, yeah. Who am I'll, I today? Who am I today? <laughs> Which hat do I want to wear? And I promise I'll thrive at it. But... I've chosen to be there because it makes me happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's it. Like, my dad. Yeah, that was really she good. Was happy. We're literally crying. <laughs> We're crying. You better not cry. I know. Thanks, it's just dad. Like so good. I okay. know. It's like, it's, it's really interesting, that question, because, like, I everyone's kind of different. It, it usually comes back to like their really tight-knit community of people that like yeah. gave them, even if it's their school teacher or their mom or dad or like, uh, like my, a makeup artist that I had in Puerto Rico. Still, she was like this wise soul Aww. grandma that I was like, oh my God. Like she, and yeah. Yeah. And just, you don't, you never know where it's going to come from, but it just like applies to like the life part that we're really trying to figure out. Yeah. Like the career is amazing. And yeah. I know that we always want to, we always want to pick it. Yeah. <laughs> we always do. But like, I am learning now that I turned 30 to like dive really hard into life. And like, if you're happy there, then like, 
there's this outpouring of career yeah. that happens and I didn't think that was possible like yeah. I was afraid of this phase you totally. know where I was like I figured out life and I am kind of figuring out my career like what yeah <laughs> like, like it's actually working it's it's weird it just all unfolds and I think it comes down to like choosing you first right like you you're the only person who's gonna really rally for you always and so it's gonna the rest will show up if you're fighting for you and I that's think crazy yeah I think that's awesome and crazy and and the one thing I love about dance and doing it as a career is that it's taught me this all on a fast track because there isn't there isn't school for this like no one's there there aren't even like I don't know like hardcore mentors who take you through the whole journey you're kind of pioneering it on your own and collecting those tidbits as you go but because your situation is always changing and the pressure is always real and it's based on your dream you're just like learning it so fast and you're learning it from so many people who are dreamers like you and I I don't know I think that's been the biggest blessing the best advice from my dad got me to this place where I could learn, like, things I I could never learn in school. I never did learn in school. I and know. And things I learned about loving myself and, and, like, collecting a tribe of people who I love more than anything. And that community is what's just going to make you skyrocket, you know? I love that. Yay! I know. We're also one of the rare few that, like, actually has a degree. You know? <laughs> like, that's just sidebar. Like, that's yes. so crazy. I remember when I first got to L.A., I was 22. Yeah. I just graduated from U of A, and everyone was like, why'd you do that? Like, why? Like, yeah. you don't have to do that if you want to dance. And I'm like, I didn't even know how. Every year, like, since I got the degree, I've been, like, more proud that we, like, nailed it we did it we finished we did it. because it like just taught us about tenacity like yeah. that's the only thing that I like totally. really carry through and I'm like it just teaches you how to just be a rad person yeah that weather and climate class it like I really mean, it really I don't really know how much it's really doing no. but somehow I finished it and I did it and like whatever I don't know but I'm just like really proud of you yeah I'm so happy that you joined me in my his yeah. house thank you and for <laughs> having me I'm so proud of you like I'm yeah, I'm so happy you get to spread your light because it's so worth spreading. Thanks, Trace. Trace, please stop it. I don't <laughs> want to cry anymore. Um, okay, so are you still? Do you have more shows with Pink? We What's happening two next more. for you? Okay, so two more shows. Wrapping two more up Pink. Shows. We're wrapping that up. Sky's the limit. You, I honestly can't even tell them where to watch you next. Like it'll just show up in some either crazy country or some yeah, random hopefully. crazy show. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But you're getting married. I'm getting married November twenty third. And you're gonna show up. I'm there. <laughs> I'm already. I'm yeah. I have to. Yeah, you got. You got to do it. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. Okay. I, we'll we'll keep it open ended. Okay, we're gonna keep it. <laughs> it's like I, can't. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change too much, you know, like I got his baby steps over here. Um, but what is your Instagram? Because I want everyone to follow all of your crazy like pictures and amazingness. It's just my name at Tracy Shibata. Okay, so I'll link that to everybody. But uh, yeah, tune in next week and it's going to be so rad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>